there, punky peeps. This is Angela Bowen, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. And today I'm bringing you Season 3, Episode 21, entitled Remember When, which aired on December 4th, 1987. A blackout prompts the gang to reminisce on old times in clips from previous episodes. So most likely clips from Seasons 1 and 2. So, more than likely, this probably isn't going to be a long episode if it's mainly going to be a giant clip show. So, so this episode was written by David Dicklin and Neil Leibowitz, who also, let's see if he's done anything else on Punky Brewster. Let's see. Oh, he wrote 10 episodes. Whoopsie, hold on a second. Let me go back. Eh, I need to hit the I button. Here we go. Alright, in season one, he wrote Punky Gets Her Own Room Slash Lost and Found. He wrote Dog Day or Dog Doe Afternoon. I Love You, Brandon, and Gals and Dolls. From season two, he wrote Christmas Shoplifting, Urban Fair, and Changes Part Two. In three, he wrote My Fair Punky and Remember When, and season four, he wrote the series finale episode, Wedding Bells for Brandon. It is getting warm up here, and I got the window open. And this guy also wrote five episodes for Silver Spoons, which is going to be the next podcast. And I might not, I might be doing more than just season one. I might actually be doing all five seasons. So, fingers crossed with that. Okay, um, (laughs) summer flew by. We didn't see any of it, as in was mentioned in the Help Wanted episode. Now we (laughs) open up on the episode of The Apartment we see the windows. There's snow gathering up. Wait, just a dilly minute here. Hold on a sec. Something's not right. Because the girls just got out of school. Where's the snow coming from? I'm pretty sure it doesn't snow in June and July. I mean, these episodes are being filmed in December. But... This doesn't make any sense. So, whatever. We just, we we blew past summer. I guess that Punky went to a camp of some kind. And the camp she goes to in season four is completely different, I'm guessing. Yeah, the girls are all dressed in winter apparel. Wow, that summer flew by. So, the girls come into the apartment and... Brandon's pulling a sleigh that has a cardboard box filled with snowballs that look like they've probably been in the freezer. I guess this Punky's going to put them in the freezer to make them last all year long. I love the sweater and earmuffs they got Brandon in. So cute. So Margot asks Punky, like, won't Henry, she says, won't your father, because he's Punky's father now, Wouldn't he be mad if you store all this? She's got a really large cardboard box filled to the brim with these snowballs. And Marco's like, well, won't he be mad if you store all these in the freezer? That's not going to fit in that freezer. And Punky's like, well, it'll go behind the green chicken. Throw that chicken out. It's gross. (laughs) 
Punky hands the box to Margot and says, oh, don't worry, Henry loves snow. I doubt it. Because Henry and Betty come in, of course, they're shivering. They've got their winter coats on, their gloves. I just can't get over it. And it's December. They blew through the whole summer. And we're going to get that. These, uh, everything's just so out of order. Season four, we get summertime because they go to camp in early season four. Then you get Christmas. Like, they're... This timeline's way out of whack. So, Betty, of course, is like, no, I don't like, you know, driving in this stuff. With... She refers to Henry as Mario Andretti. And Punky's like, oh, did you guys get to the store? You know, where are the groceries? Henry's like, well, we never made it there because we spun out, slid back, and ended up hitting a snowbank. Oh, man. Driving in winter snow is gross. I'm so happy it's springtime. We don't have to worry about the snow until at least November. He says they had to abandon the car. Oh my gosh. So we learned the make and model of Henry's car. Betty says it's a 1955 DeSoto. I don't know what that looks like. It's probably, like, similar, you know, boat-sized cars that the senior citizens would drive back in the day. So, the phone rings. It's Margot's chauffeur who says he totaled the limo. He slid on black ice and hit a DeSoto. He hit Henry's car. His car is totaled. I hope you have some form of insurance. I mean, they live in Chicago, not Michigan no-fault insurance state. Of course, Margo's upset, and Cherry's like, oh, yeah, Mar limos are expensive. And of course, no, Margo's upset because it's like, no, I'm stuck here in this dump. I'm like, excuse me? Dump? Margo, please. And he Punky just glowers at her and is... <laughs> Henry and Betty are just looking at Margo like, what? Excuse me? Do you want to go outside in the snow? You can stay out there if you like. If you don't want to stay in this dumpy apartment, you can go outside and sit in the snow. So apparently roads are completely bad. You know, they would do if they were to have shipped, they could have their groceries delivered to them. But that didn't exist then. I want to play this with Margot saying, I'm stuck here in this dump. This is terrible. Yeah, limos are expensive. It's not that. I'm upset because I'm stuck in this dump. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. Actually, I love it at Levitt. So of course Margot changes her tune. It's like, oh no, don't, I I love it here. It's 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 great. <laughs> so Cherry goes over to the window and notices the flakes are falling like crazy, the snowflakes. Yeah, and they look like the big fat ones. Yeah, they're just just they they're the, the it looks like the type that's gonna be like the wet the wet heavy snow. I'm gonna play this uh. Did they turn on the TV? And uh, the news anchor says that this is the worst blizzard they've ever seen. And already seven deaths have been attributed to the worst blizzard Chicago has experienced in decades. We expect 25 to 30 inches of snow in the next few hours, with 
winds up to 16 miles an hour and a wind chill factor of 30 degrees below zero. Snow plows are already in the streets. And speaking of streets, don't forget it's only six weeks to the Chicago Marathon. So they say it's like 25 to 30 inches they expect to fall in the next hour or so. Oh my god, blizzard-like conditions? The wind chill is crazy below zero. Oh my god. And of course the girls are freaked out. It's like we could lose power. It's like the pipes are going to freeze. It's going to get very, very cold there. So, of course, Punky's worried, like, Henry, are we going to be okay? And Henry stands up and says, of course. You know, no matter what it's doing outside, we're going to be fine in here. And we'll be nice and toasty warm. And then that's when the radiator, radiator takes a poop. Like, ugh, great. And then the power goes out. That's even better. <laughs> and the... F- heater in the wall is like kicking up some black black um smoke (laughs) so I'm going to play this clip of the girls freaking out because the furnace just took a giant dookie It's going to be fine, okay? We got electric blankets, an electric heater, a hot plate. As soon as he says that, the power's it. The power's out. They're in the dark. I hope they got flashlights and candles and stuff. Oh, it looks like they do have candles. That's great. I remember the last time we had a power outage. Um, we only had, like, one <laughs> flashlight. But luckily, um, because I was buying those candles at uh, Bed ba- or, um, Bath and Body Works, I had a lot of those big ones, so that really helped. But let me tell you that uh, it's no fun having a power outage. I remember I like used up all of my phone's battery. And that was after, like, Jeremy and I played board games board games while there was still light out and stuff like that. But then after a while, it's like, battery's going dead, laptop's going dead, it's getting too dark to be able to, I can't read. Granted, I had my Nook, I probably could have read that, but it's just, it's, it's so amazing just how fixated we all are on, on electronics. The power goes out, can't watch TV. Like I said, if your battery dies on your phone, your laptop, what you're basically screwed. So make sure definitely you have candle, you have flashlights too, all of that stuff in case of a power outage. So back in the apartment, the girls got a couple candles. There, they all have their coats on, probably at least a couple sweaters on top of that. So. Betty looks at Margo like, hey, honey, you're freezing. Do you want to put on my coat? Of course, Margo being Margo is like, oh, well, thank you, but no. It's out of style, I'm afraid. Beggars can't be choosers, Margo. If you're cold, put on the dang. You're not going out in public in it. No one's going to see you. 
Well, except for the people that are in the apartment. But I'm going to play this clip as everyone's kind of getting adjusted to being without power. Although, real quick, can you imagine if they lived in a cell phone, what have you, electronics age that we live in, if they didn't have their devices, they'd probably be going a little stir-crazy. See, back in the day, when you didn't have that, you really, you didn't have anything to miss. Honey, you're freezing. You want to put on my coat? come out and they're on the couch they got a blanket over both of them and Punky's like you gotta be really good friends with someone to do this to share a blanket then Henry's coming out of the kitchen he's bundled up and Cherry makes a comment like wow we really looked ridiculous but then Punky's like you know there were other times that we looked even more ridiculous so we get our first flashback to season one the christmas episode where the girls are putting on a christmas play look how young they are this is from season one the girls are putting on that play with the raindrops and we get alan oh i miss alan i hope he's doing good in kansas maybe in kansas he'll be able to fit in with his goofiness i want to play this clip this is just fun just remembering with them Hey, look! Here comes the North Wind! Now thanks. 
All right. Well, we get a little fun clip montage. We move from the saddest rain drop to the happiest snowflake to this episode is also from season one. It's the Take Me Out to the Ball Game episode. At the beginning, the girls are showing Betty their Halloween costumes. We get Cherry as Cleopatra. We get... Punky as Indiana Jones, or in her case, Indiana Punky. We get Merlin the Magician. Brandon is such a cute little puppy here. Also from season two, Tap Your Troubles Away, where Punky joins the tap dancing class, and she's dressed as a bee because she's not a good tap dancer. We also get from season one... So that, Tap Your Troubles Away with Season 2, Season 1, My Aged Valentine with Henry, Punky, Cherry, and Alan all dressed in old age makeup. So now we move back to the present as Betty and the girls head into the kitchen to kind of see what they can salvage from the refrigerator to eat. But I don't know exactly how many hours have passed, but... They even have, uh, they have little tea light type candles sitting on the kitchen table. They don't have any flashlights in that house? Come on, Henry. Oh, Henry's there too. Betty's going through the fridge. They got mustard. Well, you got anything to go with it? Olives? Well, hey, we know that Punky loves those olives. She stuck them on her fingers and ate them one by one. And she opens a freezer and finds the snowballs. Punky. Oh, okay. Those are going to melt. You're going to flood the freezer. Oh, my gosh. Because that freezer's out. The, the fridge, all the electronic, everything is, like, out. Anything that uses an outlet is going to, food in the freezer is going to be defrosting along with the snowballs. Like I said, it's going to flood the freezer. Get those out of there. Or you're going to be having to probably buy another refrigerator. Of course, Punky's like, oh, gee, I wonder how those got in there. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Because Henry and Br Brandon put those in there. Yep, sure, he did. So Henry asked Betty, like, hey, is there anything behind the snowballs? And I think that's where she gets that nasty green chicken. Ew, throw that out. I hope she doesn't put it back in the freezer. She puts it on the counter. Uh, I throw it away. I mean, isn't green, like, one step away from having it infested with, like, bugs or maggots or something? So Punky's like, well, wait a minute. Green, uh, green chicken isn't that bad. I'm like, uh, okay, here, let me grab a fork. You first. Talk to me after you're done puking and you end up in the emergency room with food poisoning, sweetie. They all look at Punky and they're like, oh, it isn't? Really? You've tried it, huh? <laughs> and she says, not compared to some of the other icky foods we've had before. Alright, so we're getting into another clip montage. What other stuff have they had before? That's gross. Okay. They don't bite, do they? 
crunchy topping. Kibble. All right, so the first flashback we get is from see, towards the end of season two. I think it's like changes part two or three. And this is where uh, Punky's living with the um, the rich couple. And she's trying o- oysters for the first time. And the way that she does it, she lifts the oyster just above, like probably a little too high. And she tips her head back like she's going to just, like, slurp it down. But, unfortunately, um, she miscalculates and the stuff slips down the front of her dress. Ugh. Gross. If she had just, like, kind of put it just above her mouth, like, within, like, just a few inches and then kind of tipped it that way, it would have went right in. But it looks like nasty snot. I don't know anyone out there. If you like oysters, that's great. Good for you. Um, I've never had any. Don't want to have any. Looks nasty. Looks like gray jello, like she said. The second <laughs> clip, of course, is... What episode was it? From? It was the one with the pizza. Was it tons... I think it was tons of fun from season three. When Henry's got that pizza, ooh, pizza, what's it? Crunchy topping. It's kibble. Yeah, you're eating Brandon's pizza that has dog kibble on for, on the top of it. So we get back to the present time, and Henry's got to use a chisel and a hammer to split open this turkey, or this chicken which splits right down the, you're not, why are you eating that? You're, you're gonna get sick. So... Apparently, Henry realizes in the kitchen where it's dark and the room's only lit by candles, chicken's green all the way through. Well, of course it is. And Margot's like, this is the worst situation I've ever been in. And Henry's like, well, I can think of a situation that was much worse. So we get treated to the next flashback. When I got an ulcer and had to go into the hospital? Yeah. Sit down, Bucky. There's something I have to tell you. Oh, I already know, but go ahead. I want to hear you say it. Well? I'm adopted. Punky. I can't adopt you. I don't understand. Don't you want me? Honey, I want to adopt you more than anything in the world. The thing is, I can't right now. Where will I live? That's the hole. No! Please let me stay with you! Okay. It'll only be for a little while, three short days, and then, with any luck, you can stay with Mrs. Johnson and Cherry until I come back home again. Oh, come on, Punky. Chin up. Just remember, even though we may be separated for a little while, our hearts will always be together.
It's so different seeing Punky in those pigtails, even though season three, we pretty much seen her, you know, with just her hair down, just, you know, her new look and everything. And, um, this flashback is a sad one. I teared up as I did when I originally watched it. Um, it's the one where Henry has the ulcer and he has to tell Punky she's got to go to Fenster that he wants to adopt her, but he can't, unfortunately. Oh my goodness, it breaks my heart all over again. Um, but we go back to present day. Um, Punky's like, you know, I'm kind of getting used to this. Well, yeah. So, of course, Henry's like, you know what? That's a spirit, Punky. Things can only get better from here. And then we hear a crash in the living room. A tree branch or a tree limb or something crashed through that paper tissue-like window. Wow. I didn't even know there was a tree right directly near that window. I mean, that's not the backyard. You go to the ba- get to the backyard through the door in the kitchen. But now, this sucks even more because now it's like... What other way are they going to be able to get that window closed or shut off so the outside air isn't coming inside? I mean, it's already, you don't have the furnace. Not to mention, how are the other um, people that live in the apartments nearby, how are they handling this? Unless they're not even home, I don't know. Could you think his phone would be ringing with other, because he's still the apartment manager, his phone will be ringing off the hook and people complaining like, Hey, my power's out. It's like, there's nothing he'd be able to do. But he, although if the electricity's out, then that means that the phone is out. So that's probably why no one's calling. So the girls, I guess, decide to take um, those snowballs and build a snowman. Like, this is a first. Building a snowman in the living room inside. Aww. The end of the snowman's nose is on fire. Eek. So Cherry's like, hey, who'd have thought this would be so much fun? And Punky's like, you know what? We've had lots of fun together, Cherry. So I think we're going to get uh, treated to another fla- set of flashbacks. Painted your room. <laughs> so we get treated to another flashback from season one. Punky gets her own room where, with the help of maintenance guy Eddie. Oh, I miss Eddie. And puppy Brandon, he's even smaller than when he was dressed as Merlin the Magician. Um, they're all, you know, Cherry and Punky, they're all painting her room. Uh, I noticed that they do not have that outlet covered as Punky is dripping paint right near it. That is a fire hazard. Those kids did not know that. Eddie, why would you not have thought of... I know, Eddie's not the sharpest tool in the shed. I know, I know. So we get that. <laughs> we get um, the next one, which is also pretty much just montage. You don't hear any dialogue. Uh, it's from season one's Dog Doe Afternoon, where Punky, along with Cherry and Alan, are doing the dog grooming business to raise money to, for, for Punky and everything. And now we actually get a flashback that does have dialogue of Henry, Punky, and Brandon all playing cards. Two chocolate chippies. I'll see your chocolate chippies and raise you a macaroni. (laughs) 
assistant can. Not so fast. Reject. <laughs> hey, I'm in the cookies. I'm in the cookies. He's got a full house. Kings over sevens. also treated to i believe it's the pilot episode where punky and brandon are kind of cleaning up henry's kitchen punky's like rubbing the dish (laughs) drying the dish on the back of her pants she's also using the faucet sprayer to get the window and everything brandon's such an adorable little puppy he's got his those sponges on his feet to polish the floor so cute. Oh. So, back in present day, Punky comes into the kitchen and kind of asks Henry what he's doing. And he's like, well, I'm making sure the pipes aren't frozen. Like, definitely. Doesn't say, like, to keep the water at a drip or something so they don't freeze. I want to play this clip between Henry and Punky. It's really sweet. Henry, what are you doing? Making sure the pipes aren't frozen. They're not, so everything's fine. Henry, I love you. I love you too. How come the sudden burst of affection? Oh, I don't know. Every so often, it hits me how happy I am. Now that I'm with you, that is. (laughs) I assure you the feeling is mutual. Remember the first time we met? I'll never forget it. Soup. 
on Mom and really quick. And in the meantime, thanks for sending me Henry. When he takes me down to the service department for children, will you give me a sign that everything's going to be all right? Is that a yes or no? So, <laughs> of course, we get treated to their Henry and Punky's first introduction, where he walks in on her and finds her in the empty apartment. And it's just, it's amazing, just, ah, <laughs> uh, this is season three, and just how far that they've come to be together, and... I'm starting to cheer up because, of course, the next clip they have that I'll talk about and ball my eyes out is when Brandon was almost put to sleep. Hmm. Um, but I just love how Henry's like, you know, I went to the judge and I was scared that he was going to let me adopt you. And, and Punky's like, you know what, you convinced him. And Punky, or Henry is just amazed at Punky's just um, enthusiasm and just the fact that she feels everything's going to turn out great. And we finally hear her utter, Punky Power! God, we have not heard that since, what, season two? It's just so and it's funny to hear it coming out of her mouth now that she's, like, older. It's just, wow. It still has the same effect, though. I love it. Love it. Um... I'll get your uh, get your tissues ready, guys. I'm playing this clip. You can all cry with me because it's where Punky is thinking. She's saying goodbye to Brandon because she feels that he's going to have to be put to sleep because he got hit by a car after he pushed Punky out of the way. He saved her life. Here it is. Brandon, Dr. Frankel is going to give you something make you stay asleep. But when you wake up, you'll be in heaven. Brandon, you're my best friend in the whole world. I'm really gonna miss you. Brandon, 
Oh, I have to wipe my eyes. Oh, of course, I'm just going to blow my eyes out at this scene. I do it every time. <clears throat> All right, now we're back at present day, and everyone's kind of hanging out on the couch, trying to keep warm. Oh, you guys are probably familiar. That clip was actually from season one's I Love You, Brandon, where um, Brandon pushes Punky out of the way of an oncoming car, and instead <clears throat> he gets hit, and he's kind of in like a coma and she's just saying goodbye to him but then she's like I'm not gonna let you die you had to wake up she says I love you and he wakes up and it's a happy ending all right well the power came back on how about that everyone's probably there probably falling asleep because what else are you gonna do but hey at least Brandon's got a warm body so he can keep uh Henry and Punky warm the importance of an electric light bulb. Maybe it will illuminate the importance of a good decorator, too. Well, come on, Marco. Jerry and I'll walk you home if the wind is let up. I'll go with you. You kids actually want to go out in that terrible weather? Sure. Absolutely. I hope we have another blizzard. Well, Brandon... Everything's back to normal. So the power comes on and apparently the furnace is now working again. It just comes on by itself along with the electricity. Excuse me, Betty says, you know, hey, Margo, I'll drive you home. With what? I don't think she has a car. And in season four, she doesn't even know how to drive, from what we hear. Um, um, but anyway, Cherry and Punky decide to go with. The roads are still really, really bad out there. I don't think you're going anywhere at this point. I mean, you could try, but... You could end up in an accident. I mean, she and Henry were technically in an accident because they slid into a snowbank. I think that counts as an accident. I wouldn't be going anywhere. There's still a blizzard out there. And even Henry's like, girls, you sure you want to go out there? And, of course, Punky's like, yeah, of course. And Sherry's like, I can't wait till the next blizzard. You better be prepared the next time a blizzard comes up. Granted, how, I mean, you'd think, you know, with the news back then, you can tell if there's something coming, or at least always have something on hand, canned goods, something on hand in case of an emergency. Flashlights, get flashlights. You don't need to have all those candles. So, the girls and Betty all leave. Henry's like, all right, Brandon, everything's good. Electricity's on. As soon as he says that, boom, electricity, gone. He's like, all right, assume the position. Henry's laying on the couch. He's using Brandon as a, 
Brandon's resting right underneath his knees. I'm sure he loves all that excess weight being pressed on his spine, but... Alright, that's the end of the episode. Um, I hope you liked the clips. I decided to keep, you know, the ones with dialogue in, just to make this podcast a little longer. Um, if I had to rate this one, I'm going to go with three out of five, the three things I liked. Um, I like the girls reminiscing. I liked, um... Henry and Punky's moment in the kitchen. Her saying Punky power was awesome. Um, just them huddled on the couch together. It was really, I just, all of that. What I didn't like, I didn't like the fact that Henry was going to attempt to feed that green chicken to everybody. Oh my goodness. And Margot's quips about, Oh, you could really use an interior decorator. Oh, I don't want to wear your coat. It's out of style. Like, oh my goodness, girl. Seriously, come on. As far as her Punky's principles for this episode, guys, just try to be as prepared as you can. As far as for things, make sure you got flashlights. Um, matches for candles so you have light. Um, make sure, if you can, that your car... Your, Phones are charged up as much as they can possibly be in case of an emergency. Um, maybe even your laptop. Stuff like that. Maybe hopefully you had some board games or something to occupy your time. Books to read. Max, what have you. All that stuff. Just try to be, you know, canned goods. Make sure you have something that doesn't need to use electricity. Canned goods are a great... It's not going to be warm, I can tell you that. It's probably going to be, you know, cold. Blankets, stuff like that. Just try to be prepared for when things happen unexpectedly. As best as you can. I wouldn't mind, you know, trying to go to the stores during something like that. Going to be crazy. Probably going to not find a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Alright, so let's say hey to some uh, Punky Power listeners. We have Temecula, Florida. Inglewood, California, St. Paul, Minnesota, London, United Kingdom, and France. Thank you all for listening, and stay tuned for this weekend. I will be putting out Saturday the last Season 3 episode of Punky Brewster, which is Unhooking Henry, where Henry develops an addiction to his sleeping pills. Punky's kind of got to uh, help him through his recovery. Um, and then Sunday, we're going to kick off season four, episode one, with the nun story where Henry's aunt's ashes get misplaced and Punky and Cherry have to dress like nuns to at a convent where it gets donated. Something to that effect. So look forward to that. You know, uh, from here on out, season four, we're doing three episodes a week. So we'll have that one. We'll have Crushed and Going to Camp, I believe, is the other one. So look forward to those next week. All right. Have a great rest of the week, everybody.